0: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com/free22. shopify.com/free22.
0: shopify.com/free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or sea floors.
1: Hey Blue. We are the baseball umpire's podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and safes. Listen in for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the umpire podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. Welcome to Hey Blue, number seven, the umpire podcast for umpires by an umpire for this wintry November 2nd, 2022. Brought to you by Plate Crate, bringing the gift of baseball to your door. On this edition of the show, we are going to discuss uh, how smoke and mirrors can assist the skills, attributes, and knowledge necessary to become a good umpire. I wrote that one myself. I'll have the obscure rule of the week which is one I knew but didn't uh, remember the consequences of said infraction. Uh, it's winter time, so it's also time to empty out the bag and check out your equipment and your uniform. And to end things off, we're going to chat about the call we're all talking about in the world of umpiring from uh, game one of the World Series. So as always, sit back, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an off-season. Plate Crate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is the perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every Plate Crate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. Plate Crate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. Plate Crate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code fastball 20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. Before we get rolling here on the uh, Hey Blue Number Seven, I'd like to uh, thank John Galante of the Tri-State Elite Umpire Association for joining last show. If you haven't listened to that, I think it was Number Six, uh, fantastic interview, fantastic uh, guy to talk to about amateur umpiring and the uh, the beginnings of his association or their association and how things are rolling out there and how they do things. He's also part of the Perfect Game, uh, sit, uh, Perfect Game Association, down in the United States for the uh, for the Northeast, I believe. But oh, it was a great. Great chat about amateur umpiring from John, and uh, thank you very much once again, John. Um, now that we've discussed how to get umpires and how to get people, young and old, involved in the in the world of umpiring, I guess we figured that out. We'll let that problem is solved. The don't don't, col- don't collect problems. We uh, we try to get rid of them, and that's one that we've already figured out how we're going to get kids young and old into back in the world of umpiring, uh, we need to teach them the 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 proper ways of doing things and and how to do things. And what's funny is uh, let's face it in general. When we first start doing something, no matter what uh, what profession you have in, in, in your world, whether it be a teacher or a carpenter or a uh, car salesman or whatever you do, um, the first little bit, you're kind of just throwing out there and you're throwing the wolves a little bit. Yeah, you take some courses and you take some, uh, you read some books allegedly and you, you have an apprenticeship of some kind, but in general you kind of get thrown to the wolves. We, like when you go to university, they, there isn't a, they have they give you the, uh, the basics of what you're supposed to do. But in general, it's uh she's smoking mirrors. Once you get put out there, uh, to uh, to make your first car sale or to to build a house or or whatever it may be um yeah you take a, an apprenticeship and you're, you you are a, a student teacher but in general when you're out there alone for the first time you're out there alone for the first time you have to figure things out a little bit and and that's one thing I like to uh to discuss with the uh, young uh young inexperienced and and older um umpires as well is that uh, there's a thing called smoke and mirrors that gets thrown out there a lot and we the the thing about uh, smoke and mirrors it can be used for uh, experienced umpires it can be for for lesser known umpires for for lesser umpires but smoke and mirrors is a big thing so it's uh, that's one thing that i really really try to to teach and how it can give uh we can give the impression of, of teach, of knowing what we're doing at all times, even though there might be time, a time or two where, Oh man, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying or doing here, but it might get you out of some trouble uh, in the future. Um, Basically what I'm saying is, is when we throw kids out there, we don't throw kids out uh, to play uh, baseball for the first time. Um, We don't throw them out there the first time to play hockey or whatever sport may be. There's practices and there's, there's situations and there's scrimmages and there's ways that they they, they they just throw the ball out there and you have coaches out on the field a lot when kids are first learning how to play the game of baseball or soccer, or whatever. We'll stick with baseball because it's an, a baseball umpire show. Um, Unfortunately, we don't do that enough with umpires we we like we've talked about in the past we have a, a six-hour clinic and you say that and and you hope that they because they played baseball and they've seen a few things and and they uh, they they learn how to figure it out so the importance of uh having clinics and, and having long progressive instruction it's so important and that's what we're trying to do here with the southern alberta umpire association is teach kids the right way and get repetition um that they're they're doing things over and over and over um i don't know if you guys have saw we have a youtube channel up there now it's pretty Pretty uh, uh, archaic, I guess, is one way of putting it right now. Just shot from one iPad, but it got out there where we're doing just seeing pitches, calling, calling balls and strikes, and not so much having the, the call right, but the smoke and mirrors of how it, how if you're in position, you're doing the same thing over and over, it gets the, the, uh, perception per se of how you're making a call and that you're doing it properly and you're not faking it. And um, if you're out there and doing the same thing over and over, eventually the smoke and mirrors that you're putting out there becomes a thing where you are getting the call right. So that's one thing that I'm really trying to push here at the Southern Albert Umpire Association and our clinics is, is the, just okay i don't i don't care so much about the call right now i want to get you in the in the proper position so you are making the proper call and that will come if we put you in in a situation that you are able to make the right call the right calls will come and if there there are things that that we can do as as umpires as mentors as instructors um that everything else uh, and partners per se is um is how to, to do it and not just showing them what what they're doing, but telling them why they're doing, doing something. And that is something that, um, I've always done, whether it was in my, my ex-professional career or my, my new career that I'm trying to, to, uh, to run with here with the podcast and baseball and the whole bit. Um, just trying to, the, 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 why of doing something, not just the, 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 uh, and the how and everything else as to why you, you do things a certain way. Um, just being a dictator doesn't work with mentorship you you will you will have kids and not kids i'm going to just call them kids you will have people young and old tune you out if you don't tell them why you're doing something or the reason why they should stand here or the reason why they need to, to make a call with their right hand or their left hand or when they're doing it they they will tune you out and they're going to run into trouble but if you give them the the building blocks that like i said these smoke and mirrors can can assist them on a on a daily basis when they're first getting out there, they will understand as to why they're doing it a certain way, not just because, right? Don't just say to to do this because I said so, because eventually you're going to get a situation where th- these guys are going to get better and they will tune you out. Another thing that I like to tell guys is that like when we're having our clinics is is we we like the four of us who are, who are doing this, sometimes five, we are we tell them of situations that we had where we made a mistake and the what the, the, the situation was, why we made that mistake, because we weren't were in a bad position, whether the, ti- the timing was in- incorrect. And and then the, the, the situation that what we talked about after the game and how to improve it so we don't make that mistake again. If you bring yourself not down to that level, but down, if you just break yourself down to that level, it'll make you seem more human and you'll get a lot more of a response from the uh, cadets, as John called them, or from the young, you know, let's call them cadets. I like that, John. I'm going to use that from here on in. You, you have your cadets and you, you tell them the situation that you got something wrong. You'll get a lot more feedback from, from these people that will make you more human and you'll get a lot more of, of a, a feedback from them when they can talk to you as a human being and you're not being a dictator. And cause that, that didn't work for Hitler. Even he, he had, he saw his demise and Mussolini and the rest of it. So in the umpire world, we need to discuss things with the, with, with, with the, the cadets that says, okay, here is a, a reason why you're doing this. And here's the, the, here's the, the if, ands or buts and the smoke and mirrors. And that's when you're, you're, you go out there and it starts it starts early right from the get go with your uniform and and with the, with the whole bit. I'm not saying you got to have the, um, you're going to have to have the entire uniform. You got to have all all the best stuff and all the best, this and all the best that, because sometimes it's just not financially viable to have that. And the thing is, is that if you go out there looking like a schlub, you're going to get treated like a schlub and there's no getting around that. Now, if you, And that that can come from something something as simple as having. I'm not saying shine up your shoes like the like our counter is upstairs when Deanne Deanne gets done with it, but having your your uniform pressed not having wrinkles in it, having uh, your clean pants, clean shoes, having everything. It's very important to having your shirt tucked in properly. But if you go out there looking like a schlub, you'll get treated like a schlub. And that's very important to not do that because you will get so much more respect right off the bat. And that's with any facet in life. If you go outside with, with sweatpants, sweatpants are comfortable. I'm not saying don't. But if you go out uh, looking a certain way, you're going to get treated a certain way. It's 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 how society is. We're not gonna go, we're not going to get away from that. But going out and looking the part, that's half the battle. It's smoke and mirrors because if you go out and you you, you look properly, you're going to get instantly. You're going to get a lot more respect from not just the, the the coaches and players, but the people behind you and everything else. It's it's just the the way things are, and it's just you, you, we're never going to get away from that. Another thing we need to teach is is being on time um punctuality is so important with and yes life gets in the way and traffic and everything else and you you got kept at work a lot longer than you wanted to and the the game times at five o'clock you don't get off till four thirty or whatever it is but punctuality is a very important thing being there about half an hour early when people aren't panicking they're, they're there, you, you know, it's there. It's, 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 a, it's another sign that you're ready to go and you have a professional attitude about, about being a, a good umpire and you want to be there for a reason. You're not just there for a paycheck and you're not just a shirt or a hat filler as, like, as I like to call them. So being early, being on time, it's very important that you're out there doing it properly. And, and, and that is something you'll get the, the the respect and the confidence from coaches and players and, and parents and your your association that you're ready to go and we need to to pound that into people's heads into the cadets heads say, hey you got to be on time because there's nothing worse for a partner when you're sitting in the dressing room and you're, you're you're looking at your watch and you're tapping and you're texting and you're asking the the association leader whoever it may be hey where's my partner you know, and and then when the, when the coaches don't see it, two umpires or three umpires like they're supposed to be, or the general manager or whatever's going on with each association, when they don't see that there's two guys there or three guys there, and they they don't have much faith in you, they are going to think negatively negatively of you prior to you even getting out there. So making sure that everybody knows that you're that you're going to be on time, and if you're not going to be on time, with all the ways that we have of communicating with people let someone know if you're going to be late so then your partner can com- communicate with that with whoever's got to be and then you can make a situation where you can have a um um you can have a situation there where somebody can fill in and, until you get there funny little stories is how I uh, really got into the, the world of umpire um umpiring was years and years ago we were doing a uh he's 1996 or 95 i think it was um we were me and donnie huber uh we're doing a little league senior prairies or whatever it was at Belton park here in lethbridge and uh the guys got held up at the border supposed to be doing the the pioneer league game toby hoy was one of them uh good he ended up doing the uh the plate on a uh Little League World Series in Williamsport a couple of years ago. So, Toby, it was really good to see. And he was one of my instructors at the Jim Evans Academy in 97. But anyways, I'm starting to ramble about this. But, yeah, they they were going to be late. This was before cell phones. They they got held up at the border. They got on the phone. They called somebody. Uh, somebody called the uh, Dave Elton Park. Say, hey, we need two umpires. So they they got me and Donnie Huber out there on the field at Henderson with the leopards, black diamonds. So and it's a long and it was Henderson Field back then, not Spitz. And we we went out in the field and uh, we umpired. I think it was three or four innings. And we did a, a little transition in between. I think it was the the, the, top, the top and the top of the bottom of the inning to uh, and then they, they finished the game. We went out for beers. Next thing you know, I'm going to jim evans academy they, they got me signed up and everything else but it's it's one of those things now that we have a situation where you can talk to people and you can there's always a text message there's always email there's always a way to communicate with somebody that will get you out out of that situation if you're going to be late because being late there's nothing there's nothing worse than people who are late i you have usually 24 hours to, to get back somewhere and how you can be late is kind of another thing but anyways. That's one of the things that's very important for um, the smoke and mirrors thing that I talk about is being on time and getting the confidence of the coaches and the parents and the players and your partner in you that to be on time is a very important, very, very important thing. Another thing is going out with a, a smile on your face and a positive attitude, knowing that. You're not there to be a cop. You're not there to be a bully, Uh, that you're there to officiate a game and have a good time. If you go looking for trouble, you're usually going to find it. But if you, because in general, um, like me and John talked about on on our last show, is that you don't, 95% of the games throughout Lethbridge here, um, throughout the world, go out, go on without a hitch. Yeah, there's a bad call here and there. There's a, a, a bad word that's said. There's a, a little bit of yelling and, and, and screaming, a little bit. But in general, most games go on, on without a hitch when a guy goes out there and does a good job and is in the proper position and he makes a call that might not be bad you won't you won't hear a word if you go out there with a good attitude and if you go out there with a smile on your face i think that's very important i mean yeah we're going to be uh you're going to be upset once in a while but going out there and having a smile on your face and, and saying the right thing and doing the right thing and being in the proper position that can help you so Going out there and being a cop and looking for trouble, that when you look for trouble, you're going to find it. And that is a bad thing that we don't need to have with uh, younger guys, with older guys, with people. We don't need a bad attitude going out there. Being a positive person on the field will will go to your partner. It will go to your association. It'll go to everybody, the crew, the players, the coaches, the parents. And if if you're there having a good time and you're there smiling, people are going to see that negativity breeds negativity and positivity spreads positivity so that's one thing that we got we got to continue to try to do is being positive out in the field once before the game even starts it's so important to have that from the home plate meeting when you get the lineup cards you introduce yourself you know their names you say hi john hey bill hey brand hey how's it going how's it going tyler how's it going travis how's it going brandon how's it going matt you know, and remembering their names and, and being professional and being adults out there. And, and that's the biggest thing is being adults out there. And, and because you do have some situations where you, you're dealing with people who aren't adults, but in general, you're dealing with more adults because there's usually two to three parents that are in the, in the stands for every one kid. Um And the, the coaches are usually quasi adults and the umpires are quasi adults as well. So if we can, as we're mentoring, these kids during the home plate meeting, which we have, we have done uh, at our clinics. It's right from the get go, do this, say this, we're going to get back into that now that we're back inside and we're, and we're going to, to start doing that again, is that right in the get go, have a positive attitude, a smile on your face and don't be a cop. Just be congenial, not, don't be best friends because that, that can get you, they can get things twisted around there as well. But being congenial, being, being happy and having a proper attitude is so, so important. The next thing that I, I, which we're trying to do, is if it's when when you're out there, the preparation and on-field things that need to happen, and you need to know what you're doing, is having a game plan when you go out on the field with your partner is, is so important and having a discussion that says, okay, here's what we want to do, knowing what, what two teams are playing and know what's going on. If there's been a, a bit of a situation that between two teams, and this doesn't happen at, at the, the lower levels of baseball and say little league, like U 12, U 13, but going on the field, knowing that there was some chippiness or some, some beacon back and forth going out in the field, knowing something, uh, that your partner didn't know about the two teams, maybe about a coach who's unruly, or maybe about a, that, that a coach uh, that, that's super nice that that maybe gets a little bit too friendly. But letting your partner know, and maybe when assigners uh, they can say, okay, if if there is a situation, having the assigner say something to the 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 uh, the UIC or the crew chief or whoever about. The game that's coming up that they're doing and giving kids the preparation that they need to know something it will also help them when they go out in the field to know that they have a, a situation that there might be something going on and it, it gives them something to go to go on and that's a, a that's a huge huge thing that 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 needs to be done from the the, the higher levels down down to the lower levels is giving the kids and the uh, adults the, the cadets giving them this a, a situation that, that it can go on. The next thing and this one is, is very important to me. I'm a bit of a, a mechanics dork and a uh, a Christmas dork, I guess you could say. I like to things to be a certain way. Do my do, do my mechanics look the best? I, I think they, they look pretty darn good. Um, I'm sure somebody who's seen me, uh, work a game might, might say different, but I think I look pretty darn good. And there's no real, um, question when I make a call, what the call is. Uh, Chris mechanics showing how a safe is supposed to look and sometimes how a safe can look like a, a, a timeout, uh, or a time call and how you, how that can, be a negative thing and when you call a guy out and having a crisp mechanic and when you come up to call a guy out how it's important to make sure you're doing it crisp and solid and making sure you look like you're confident with your call and that is a huge thing that i don't think is taught and not taught enough at a young age something that we do teach now and we're do saying okay do it this way not saying that we're always right but having it done this way is so important to say if we if you call like this you come up confident you come up athletic then you're giving the impression the smoke and mirrors that you made the right call and you're confident with your call and you're going to get a lot less situations and a lot less questions about your call Because you're confident with it. If you come up and kind of go, well, I think he's, I think he's out. And uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. And then sometimes you get two calls instead of one. And I try to explain this. And I got this, I think, from Ron Shuchuk Uh, again. I said, or it could be a Brent original. I don't even remember anymore because I I use it so often. But having an even number of calls is bad. An odd number of calls is is, is good. Uh, Zero calls, bad. One call, good. Two calls bad three calls not too bad because you can have a vote of the three calls right the two best two out of three democracy always wins uh no matter what you can uh, you can argue but the two out of th- or two out of three ain't bad like meat meatloaf said but if you come up and give an out in the safe and i don't know and your hands are waving in the air and the, the mechanic isn't proper you're going to get a lot more questions so just making sure your mechanics are crisp in day one and practicing them over and over and at your clinics and at your your uh your uh, whatever it is your camps making sure that your your mechanics are, are crisp and proper are very important when you when you're giving two and three calls um it, it's not a good thing and having people question things and and having a different uh, line of 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 uh mechanics throughout your your associations uh your your federations whatever it is you should be able to go on the field and have the same call throughout, throughout Canada that a safes, a safe, and outs and outs, a time is a time, uh, and and the like, right. And there shouldn't be any question, but sometimes you go out there and because guys think that they, they need to reinvent the wheel before they go on the field, they, they don't know what the calls are. And so having a a uniform way of doing things, a uniform way of looking out there, a, a uniform way of, um, positioning that is so important in the world of umpiring. So there's no questions about what's going on. So looking the part is so important. Um looking the part is 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 and the 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 know un- u- uniformity of being an umpire is so important. I don't want to say it's more important getting the call right because uh, obviously, getting every call right and every rule book interpretation right is, is so important. It's, it's the only way. But even if you get the call right, you, the call right, you're still going to have a situation where um, if you didn't don't look confident in, in the call, you're going to get questions. Uh, you can get every call right, and you're still going to get a question. So also looking the part, being in the right place, getting the call right uh, the first time, and not doing it that is that is so important. But have Having the confidence and the crispness of doing it and looking the part with with your umpire, with with your jacket, your shoes, your pants, all everything clean, it it looks really important. Um, this summer, my uh, friend Brad Dirsch, he uh, his uh, oldest son Carter was um, umpiring a baseball game. They and uh, Irene put it up on. If on Facebook or or what I think Instagram, it doesn't much matter. And he had a shorts on and a backwards hat, and and my heart hurt a little bit because actually he was uh, umpiring his younger son uh, or his his younger brother's. Um, baseball game and he he didn't look the part and i said yeah this doesn't look good so i sent him a message said hey here's some pants and a shirt and a a hat or whatever it was and he make sure he puts this on he'll look the part and probably won't get bugged as much so looking the part is so much more it's a smoke and mirrors uh, about doing it and being in the right position that's that's all part of it and like i said when you when you're in the proper position it helps so much even if you if you get the call wrong, that's what we're trying to do. Just get, let's get in the proper position and you that'll eventually will help you get the calls right. And it's so much more important. If you make a call across the field, you're not going to have the confidence from the coaches, from the players, from the parents that you got the call right. But if you are in the proper place and that's what we need to teach at our, at the clinics is get in the proper position first. We'll worry about your judgment later. We'll worry about the rules later. Or, or as we're doing, we will learn about the rules. Like a, as we're doing this, we say, okay, this is what could happen when we're here. And it's so important to, to get that and, and, and have that communication with the cadets. I got it right, right off the bat and have that communication with the cadets that smoke and mirrors can get you out of a situation. It's, it's, uh, it's so important. It's a simple little things, um, like saying things like dead ball, the ball's never, wasn't alive, man. Like saying like the simple little things that, uh, people will pick on you for it's it's things like that it's a foul ball it's it's foul it's the simple things that will get you in trouble it that makes you look professional makes you look uniform with the rest of the guys the, the more experienced guys in your association and sometimes the more experienced guys
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've
1: gotten lucky
0: lucky
1: Aren't, aren't uh aren't doing things properly because like i said sometimes we have guys that are that are hat fillers and shirt fillers and, and they haven't been doing things right for a long time because just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean you've been doing it right for a long time one thing that i that i try to to uh to talk to um younger guys uh, cadets i guess um or let, is between before a game i personally like to say like for teamwork Let's not talk a whole bunch during the game. It's not that I'm antisocial. In fact, I probably talk too much. I mean, that's why I got a podcast, I guess. But um, to not talk a whole bunch between innings, because that can give the impression that you're having discussions about the game, that a call that might have went sideways. I especially tell guys to not come and talk to me um, if there was a situation that occurred in that half inning. If there's something that, unless you're doing a mentor thing, that that's a different thing. But if there's a call or a situation that comes up, I don't want a guy coming down the line, an out and a half or two outs later, to talk about that because that'll let the coaches know that we're unsure of what happened. Save that for the uh, the memory bank. Save it for after the game. Save for a few winnings later or something like that because that don't if you don't give the the coaches and parents and players something to bitch about they won't so that that's one thing i really like to talk about is the communication on the field when when we're out there what's going on um to not do that the communicate it's it's such a huge thing is the uh, is the the perception of what we're doing out there uh teamwork is very important I get it handling situations is very important but there, there's a time and a place when you should should and shouldn't do it right um another thing I like to do is is talk about your voice when you when you do make a call is to come up be loud and be proud of, of your of your call um it's so important to to come up and 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 be loud and and say 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 he's out like and, and say that to Bach and just certain and be get your voice out there and be heard that's your job is, is to to let people know that that something happened because there, there's times where uh, parents aren't, aren't really watching the game or coaches aren't watching the game or players aren't really watching the game because you know that's how baseball is that's one of the great things I like about baseball is that it's it's not a thing so having your voice being heard when you are when you are making a call and letting everybody know that you're 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 proud not just your hand signals but also your your, your verbal, how, how you handle that to let the world know that you, you're you making the right call. And it's very important. It's very, very important to do that. And, and you, you could do make all the calls, right. And all the calls, um, uh, if you aren't aggressive not aggressive, if you aren't confident with what you're, uh, confident looking or saying what you're doing, people aren't going to believe you. Uh, it's very important. We we could talk all we want about following the ball and it need two things to happen, right? Everybody knows, knows you need a ball and a runner for, for anything to happen on a ball field. But if, if you're not following the ball, you're not getting the calls right, and, and you're not confident about it, you're going to get a lot of feedback that's more often negative than positive. So it's very important to, to uh, it's very important to, to be confident, be uniform and do things the right way on the field. Because without it, you, you're going to have a a heap of trouble. And uh, that's one thing we try to stay away from. So looking the part, staying engaged on the field because that'll get you knowing what's going on paying attention being on time it's all those little things that uh, should just should, should go without saying with just life let alone being an umpire but the stuff that i think we forget and we, we don't talk about enough to be uh, about the uh the importance of mentorship and getting guys on the field and some that's got to be brought up that we can that we uh more experienced guys we can also forget about and we don't seem to um remember because we uh we basically get a little bit lazy at, at times, I guess. And sometimes we go out there and uh, because it's a lower level of baseball that we maybe think we shouldn't be doing, we we don't put in the same effort. Uh, I try to every time out, I try to do, do things the exact same way all the time just to let uh, the kids know that this this uh, this U-12 game is just as, mu- as important as a WCBL game or a CCBC game and being out there that and, and working hard every time you're out there, it, uh, it, it matters and every pitch matters to somebody. And that's one thing that we really need to push across is that uh, parents put a lot of money in to putting their kids in baseball and for their clinics that they put in there and once again we're the only ones getting paid so it's very important as umpires that we have to be professional no matter what kind of game it is that we're out there we're putting in the effort that 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 they expect and uh, that'll keep us out of trouble in their eyes because we, they know that we're uh, we're the only ones getting paid and we're supposed to act professional and if you go out there and you work hard every game no matter what level you're doing you're going to get a lot more respect you're going to get a lot more calls right because uh the smoke and mirrors can only take you so far eventually you gotta do you gotta do it properly and i think it's very important to to do things uh is is to your best abilities no matter what and then if if you can if you can be in the proper position at the early stages of, of your your umpiring career or your and then learn learn to do things the right way and go go to a clinic or two and learn how to do things uh, and even refresher things that we may be watching a YouTube video here and there, which I, I tend to be doing a lot more lately and looking at the rule book a lot more. You, you don't need to rely on smoke and mirrors because like I said, that will only get you so far. And going out there and working hard on, on a daily basis and being professional, being on time, communicating with everybody involved, being congenial, having a good attitude, it's it's so it's so important the attitude thing we can't stress that enough. If you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. And uh, like me and John were talking about on the show last uh, uh, last week. How you know we hear about all, all the terrible things that happen to officials throughout sports, but in general, there's not that many. But those are the ones that make the news, and those are the ones that make uh, YouTube, and those are the ones that made made my show originally when we started talking about hey, coaches, we we need umpires. So let's focus on on the positive of of umpiring. Get guys out there, teach teaching the right way of doing things, and, and it's 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 so important to uh, to get that because that'll help get get umpires out and want them to, to stay in the game because we've already figured out how to get guys with Matt Ben he was a an ex-coach and we talked with John how he can get guys I actually have my buddy Dave uh, who's the uh, the co-host of the 1420 sports podcast um available every year podcast he's going to bring his son out because John Galante he said one of the best ways that they've been recruiting guys is having a father and son duo go out there because eventually the, uh, the son doesn't want to hang out with dad anymore and dad still wants to hang out with his son so they're going to come out they're going to learn how to do things the right way at our clinics I think we're teaching guys how to do th- things properly we'd like a, a few more people to come out obviously but check our YouTube channel out and you might to see what we're trying to accomplish here like I said we're not up there with the technology of things yet to do to do it we got we got some plans in the in the works for our next uh our next one but we're doing things the proper way so it's very important to get guys out and teach the right way uh not so much the call right off the bat but where to stand how to stand how to make the call why you make the call how to look how to dress the whole bit and because that will help uh the smoke and mirrors aspect of umpiring it can it can help uh A lot. And there's a lot more smoke and mirrors than the average person wants to, uh, the average umpire wants to admit out there. Yeah, you got to get the calls right. But when you're, when you're looking the part and getting it, getting it right while looking the part is very important. Do it with a smile on your face. Do it looking clean and tidy. Do it while looking professional because that'll help you out a a long way ahead. Anyways, starting to ramble here. Uh, Remember, Hey Blue is brought to you by Plate Crate, bringing the gift of baseball to your door. Sign up on our personalized link on our social media accounts and bring the baseball or the gift of baseball to your door on a weekly basis. And they got a lot of stuff for coaches parents, players, and everybody else that's involved in baseball, be make a great Christmas gift and uh, helps out our show a little bit as well. I'd like to talk about this a lot more, but I'm starting to ramble. Like I said, maybe we'll keep going on this later on. a portion of Hey Blue is brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420pod. That's 1420pod uh, for all your ticket needs, whether you're going to a concert this offseason, a, a hockey game, basketball game, whatever it may be. Uh, use a promo code 1420pod. There's some great deals on tickets no matter what, wherever, whatever event you're going to. Uh, and use it just before the game because you get a good deal if you're around the stadium you get a really good deal use our promo code get 20 bucks off with promo code 1420 pod anyways um before you as soon as you get home no matter where if you listen to this in, in the radio or on the radio on the car car ride home your you commute or uh you're on the subway or whatever it may be on your commute home or you're sitting around uh doing not a whole bunch and you have this uh, plan go to your bag as soon as you get home there's the next chance you get go to your umpire bag and uh Get rid of all the, the the socks and shirts and things that that uh, that might be smelling up your bag a little bit. Because I opened mine up on uh, Saturday, last Saturday, and the socks they were—I can't believe they didn't crawl it on their own. But taking care of your equipment in the off season is just as important as taking it, taking care of it in the, uh, in the in the in the in the on season. So go into your equipment bag and throw things out that you don't need. Do it right now. In fact, if you're listening to this and you're at home. Press pause and go do it right now. It'll save you. Look at your equipment and make sure that you have stuff and don't put it off. There's some pretty good sales going on throughout the baseball world. Umpetire, Jerry Davis. like like I'm going to contact them. See if we can't work out a deal with them. With we'll get some promo codes for some some uh, some deals on, on equipment and the like, equipment and gear. And make sure you get rid of the stuff that you can't get get rid of or that you, you need to replace. Get rid of all the sunflower seed bags. Get rid of all the lineup cards you're never going to need again. Get rid of all that stuff and, and clean your bag out as soon as you get home. And write down what you what you need to start next season because before you know it and actually black friday is coming up so get some stuff there too because you can get a few few deals there find out what you need now and get it or make a deal with somebody or ask around, Get put an ad out there on Facebook or wherever it is on the, the different Facebook pages that are, and get yourself some equipment that you need and find what you need. If you can't afford it, whatever's got to happen and, and get yourself what, what you need for next season because before you know it, you're going you to want to do be doing a game. You're going to get called to do a game next March or April or whatever it is or in January when you're if you're in Texas uh, or wherever it is and, and get the equipment that you need. It's very, very important to take care of that and, and have stuff ready to go. Like I said before, I'm taking my old shoes. To uh, all those in Medicine Hat uh, next week to get them. To, I'm not going to need them till probably March. Get the plate shoes refurbished. They, they need a. their old plus pod shoes. The old Goodyear tires. And the bottoms are still fine, but the uh, the insoles, and everything else, are starting to get beat up a little bit. But I want to keep using them. They're heavy as hell, but I still like them. It's kind of the last uh, the last of the Mohicans using those things. There's no doubt about that. So uh, I'm going to take take those all those and, and get those taken care of because it's very important to take care of your feet. Because like uh, Lieutenant Dan said to Forrest Gump and and to uh, Bubba uh take care of your feet because your feet will take care of you and it's very important so look in your bag right now get rid of shirts you're never going to use again give them give them to your local association so kids can use them get rid of things that you don't need anymore and and let and donate them put them up on facebook kijiji whatever it may be but take care of that right now as soon as you get home so that's my umpire tip of the week it's kind of a lazy one but it's true anyways uh let's talk about that call that was made uh game one of the World Series on Friday night, I I believe it was. James Hoy, uh, 10th inning, what a gutsy time to make a call. Uh, Diaz uh, got called back, leaned into a pitch. It, it was the right call. It was the perfect call. It was the whole bit. Uh, even the pitch before looked like he was trying to get hit, but it was it was a little more uh, a little more up and in, so he could have t- taken that one, but it was the perfect time to make that call and, and let players know because players get away with that a lot more. I don't know why you want to get hit, hit with a baseball. I'd rather hit the thing when I was playing. I didn't, didn't like getting hit. I got hit enough with hockey pucks uh, when I was playing hockey. I didn't like that very much as a goalie. I was allergic to vulcanized rubber. It hurt a lot, and I'd played a little bit, but uh, getting hit with baseballs was never a fun thing, but now these guys they have the armor on they have their elbow pads they have their knee pads they have this and that and the other thing they they, they get hit with baseballs a lot more than they used to uh so it was a perfect call that diaz and the, the uh the way he came out for me was really aggressive And if you listen to one he uh he swore a little bit i won't say exactly what he said he said no no get back here and then he said you bleep and lead into it and but the way he came out with aggressive uh aggression confidence and assuredness. He didn't ask for help. He didn't get uh, anything. He made the call. He knew it was the right call, and he did it with, and the way he pointed with the inf- here it is, here it is, and it was the, uh, it was the great, great call, and it could have been a turning point in game one of the World Series in extra innings, but he made the right call, and with the, once again, he didn't get any any uh, any flack from the batter, he didn't get any flack from Dusty Baker, none of it. I mean, yeah, they, they knew that he leaned into it, I get that, but the way he came out with the confidence that he got the call right, that's what was impressive to me, and there was no questioning that, because he had, I got this, I got this, basically, was what he did, there's no, there's no questioning this, I'm not changing my mind, we're not asking for help, this is my call. I'm doing it and I'm doing it now. And I thought that was the most impressive part of that call. Yeah, it looked like a pretty easy call looking at it at, in hindsight. But when I was watching it live, I kind of watched a little bit. So once, once again, I'm always watching the umpire. I wasn't really watching the ball. And the way he came out and was pointing at that call was it was the most impressive uh, thing for me. So if you if you get a chance, if you haven't seen it, then I, I don't know where where you might have been, but it's Friday night, so who knows? And baseball kind of blows up by starting things on a Friday night and and games off and games on before you know it. It's just an odd thing. But Major League Baseball doesn't do the uh, the best way of promoting their game. But yeah, if if you haven't seen it, then check out the John Boy thing. Maybe I'll put the link up on our uh our twitter account and our facebook account and you take a look at it because the way he came up like i said that was the uh that's a great way to do it and it's once again uh the smoke and mirrors that that can kid like it was not a smoke and mirrors because he had the right call but the way he came up the aggression and uh and and, and assuredness that he made the right call is something we're trying to teach at the sun albert umpire association clinics is if you come up confident athletic make the call make it right you're going to get a lot more respect and a lot less arguments from people than if you come and go i don't know if this is right but i'm going to make a call it's like you're you're flipping a coin and you 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 don't even use coin flipping your bank card or whatever uh but it's like you're flipping a coin and hoping you make the right call but to come up with confidence and 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 you'll you 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 won't get a whole bunch of uh, a kickback if you do come up with confidence i mean i we can all kick the crap out of calls no matter what there's there's no getting around that we're gonna kick a call here and there, but if you uh if you come up with confidence and assuredness that that you got it right, you'll get a lot mo- a lot less feedback and a lot less grief out there because that's we that's what we try to do. And like I said, there's not a ton of grief being had out there usually, but there can be. But if you come up with with confidence, as James Hoy did, uh it makes it makes a world of difference for sure. So that's uh, that's one thing I wanted to talk about because that was a great call. And the next night, uh, I can't remember his name. He he uh, got the hundred percent. I should know this. Doing a freaking podcast for umpires 100 call right i don't know if it's 100 because there was a pitch i thought in about the sixth inning it was a little maybe just out of the old the phantom box which i don't use but looked like a strike and then the catcher for the astros the way he turned his head and looked at the umpire before he threw the ball back he was waiting for a strike and he uh he tucked and then he kind of held up was all right. And he, he said something to the umpire and threw the ball back. So that 100%, I don't know if it was or not, but uh, it was a great, great job by by the umpire. And in that game to get the to have the, nobody asking him questions, they, they couldn't pin a, the game on an umpire at all, which uh, you never really should. Very, It's very rarely in the history of, of baseball that the, an umpire costs anybody a game. There's usually an error or something in between there. But uh, uh, one missed pitch here and there doesn't usually cost too many games. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of fanatics, has everything a sportsman could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. One thing we talk about at our clinic is to uh, we don't focus on so much the... Um, the rule book as much like we, we talk about rules as we're doing them. We're, we talk about situations, things that could could come up. We talk about, uh we don't talk about the size of a glove. We don't talk about the length of a bat. We don't talk about the stuff that's in, in the beginning of the rule book, because it's something that you, you do have to learn on your own. You do have to take some accountability on your own as an official and, and, and read things. And one rule, uh, there's, there's lots of rules that, that will never come up throughout a a year there's lots or a season or forever there's there's lots of things that the rule book uh it's there for a reason and, and i get it and it's very important and there's a lot of rules that you you read the first time or the second time or the third time and you know it's a rule you know why the rule exists but you don't know um the how to award bases or to uh the consequences of the infraction like i said in the opening so it's very important to 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 look up things like that, that 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 could come up on a daily basis. This one probably won't come up. I wouldn't think. I've never seen it come up. Uh, I've heard of stories where it has come up. This might come up in a U uh, ten a or a U U twelve game kind of deal or a U UH eight or whatever it is. Whatever it's been called nowadays. Like I said, I just call everything Little League. It keeps it uh, it keeps it uh, simple for my my little umpire podcast and brain. So that's one thing I just call everything Little League. But a lot of time you don't know how to to uh, to award bases and that's one thing that gets uh lost a lot is the is in these clinics that you take once every three years i know you're supposed to take them more uh to to up, update and upgrade and the whole bit and and reassure everybody that you know what you're doing but because we we have a, a a shortage of umpires we do get some hat fillers and we just get guys to go out there but we won't dwell on the negative we're going to dwell on the positive and we're trying to grow the uh the great art of uh of umpiring and so the, the one thing that i um like I said, this, this one won't, won't happen very often, uh, but it, it could. And like I said, it will happen at a, at a younger level. Uh, rule 506B, subsection four, rule A, uh, rule B. Uh, here it is. Three bases of a field that delivery, deliberately touches a fair ball with his cap, mask, or any part of his uniform. Detachment to his proper place on his person. The ball is in play and the batter may advance to home base on his peril. And also for uh, section C, three bases of a field. of delivery throws his glove and it touches a fair ball. The ball is in play and the ba- the batter may advance to home in his peril. Um, I've never seen it at any level. I remember trying to do it as a kid, but I didn't know that that was the the awarding of base. And Maybe it's something I should have known. I'm sure I, I, I've obviously read it before, but because you don't see things like that very often, uh, you don't have to worry about it. So that's why I checked uh, you know, learning a new rule a day, or learning two new rules a day, or uh, upgrading on your your knowledge of the rules is very important. That's one that I probably wouldn't have gotten right. I don't know anybody uh, like a coach who would have gotten that right, unless they they knew something that I didn't. Because usually coaches don't know the rule book a whole bunch. Some guys do, some guys don't. But there are things that are obscure rules, and it's it's a how to award bases that that's very important. And, and reminding yourself where these guys are supposed to go what and to make sure you're getting it right and and having it right so it's very important that you read the rule book on your own time instead of scrolling through facebook looking at god knows what and reading about the the, the next election coming up or something that's happening the next convoy that's going to happen here uh in canada uh the stuff that we can't uh that doesn't really affect our lives on the big picture baseball affects your life more trust me uh i've learned that too, quite recently but um Reading up on the rule book, uh, it's on your phone too. Reading up on your rule book is very important. And uh, learning one or two a day, refreshing your brain on that. And now I, I remember if somebody throws the ball, throws their glove throws their hat and uh, it, it hits the baseball they get three bases I, I i don't know what i would have done i probably would have laughed and snickered first and, and let the runner just keep going but uh if it's going over the fence and it's uh it, it's yeah it's one of those things so like i said there's obscure rules it's not just so much the obscure rules i know that you can't do that but the the awarding of base is something i had to get a refresher on so this, these obscure rules yeah we've all read the rule book Catching up on them. It's very important. So make sure, sure you guys are doing that on a, on a daily basis. Instead of just reading Facebook, get the, uh, the uh, baseball Canada. It, it's on there. I'm sure you can just download it for whatever it is. Have the rule book on your phone, on your iPad and, and anywhere you're. You know, if you're on the subway on your commute home, re- re- read a rule about a rule book. Let's not read about uh, the, the latest T- Taylor Swift situation or the uh, Courtney or Kim Kardashian or whatever, because none of that matters. So catch up on your rule book, catch up on, on what happens. But anyways, that's my, uh, that's uh, basically Hey Blue for the, uh, the the second day of November. Uh, we have our, like I said, we have our, favorite. oh, I got some good news. Uh, yesterday I was, um, I was contacted by Rob Allen, a fellow Graduate of the Jim Evans Umpire Academy uh, of 1997, a graduate to us together. He contacted me. I've been invited to co- go to the caravan. For, uh, baseball Canada to, to, uh, upgrade and to become a, a, level, whatever instructor to do, to do a thing at a higher level, um, that we can, you know, I'll join in some, some other things across Alberta, uh, and into BC and in Western Canada. So I just buy to do that to advance my, uh, instruction of, uh, of umpiring something I'm very passionate about where I'm still allowed to, to do the one that we do, but it's something that I'm very happy that I was contacted by baseball Canada just yesterday. So thanks very much, Rob. And uh, Brandon Strzok, he was a part of that. And uh, Matt Payne was on the email, I, I believe as well. So thank you very much, guys. I hope to uh, see you guys in uh, Olds, Alberta in March. And we'll, uh, we'll get this, uh, we'll get umpiring going in the right direction. I know I, I can't solve it, but uh, as a group, I think we can, we have a lot of good ideas how to, uh, to get umpires out there so thank you very much guys I'll be seeing you at the caravan so thank you very much to anybody who who else was involved in getting me involved in that caravan so Baseball Canada thank you anyways um, that's Hey Blue for the uh, February, for November the 2nd 2022 thank you very much for listening tell other umpires about it Tell uh, spread the good word if you have any ideas what you want me to talk about on this show if you have any if you want to join me on the show just contact me on, on social media Uh the email at uh, 1420sports at gmail.com. Happy to have anybody who wants to uh, join us on the show. And like I said, we're looking for sponsors, some promo coach to get some umpiring equipment. Uh, we'll, we'll hook up. I've been b- dealing back and forth with a few different uh, outfitters already. So hopefully we can get something for you guys so you can uh, fill your Christmas stockings and make sure you guys uh, utilize Seat Geek and PlateCrate. Plate Crate's a great little thing for, uh, for, for for kids out there and for for, for grown-ups and, and umpires and coaches. There's a lot of good baseball stuff out there from Plate Crate, delivering the gift of baseball to your door. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. And remember, everybody, smart people butt.
0: Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.